If you have a resolution to give charitably in the new year, consider joining Fighter Club. For as little as $10 a month, you can take an active role in helping others recognize how porn can impact them, their relationships, and their communities. As a 501c3 nonprofit, we rely on Fighter Club members to help us create resources that educate countless individuals on the harms of pornography, like this podcast. Plus, as a member of Fighter Club, you'll receive exclusive benefits like 30% off the Fight the New Drug store, access to our secret store, regular impact reports, and a Fighter Club kit when you join. Make a real difference in the movement for love this year. Join Fighter Club for as little as $10 a month at ftnd.org forward slash join FC. That's ftnd.org forward slash join FC. See you in the club. My name is Garrett Johnson, and you're listening to Consider Before Consuming, a podcast by Fight the New Drug. And in case you're new here, Fight the New Drug is a non-religious and a non-legislative organization that exists to provide individuals the opportunity to make an informed decision regarding pornography by raising awareness on its harmful effects using only science, facts, and personal accounts. During these episodes, we cover a wide variety of topics that may be triggering to some, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to part 15 of our Get the Facts series, where we explore the research on a specific topic surrounding porn's harms on individuals, relationships, and society to help you be more informed and empowered with the facts. Today's episode is How Porn Can Promote Sexual Violence. You can find the sources to the claims made in this episode or read along at ftnd.org forward slash get the facts. Now, let's get to the episode. Did you know that the average internet user spends over 40% of their waking hours online? 40%. That's a lot of time on the internet. Whether streaming a new series, scrolling through social media, or sending memes to friends, everything we consume communicates a message. So does the media we consume online actually have an effect on us, or is it passively consumed and then quickly forgotten? Countless researchers have been asking similar questions since the dawn of the internet, and according to their findings, the short answer is yes. Our internet consumption has an effect on the way we think and behave. From poor mental health to a more negative body image, studies are increasingly clear that what people consume online has the potential to affect them, both positively and negatively. So with that in mind... Considering that an estimated 91% of men and 60% of women consume porn, let's take a few moments to examine how porn may be affecting its consumers. To start, let's talk about the content of porn. Is it mainly sensual but explicit sex? Or is extreme content common? One team of researchers with the same question analyzed hundreds of the most popular porn scenes and found that 88% contained physical violence or aggression, while 48% contained verbal aggression. Another study estimated that nearly 40% of videos analyzed on Pornhub contained visible aggression or violence, while 25% contained verbal aggression. And yet another study suggested that 45% of Pornhub videos and 35% of videos on X videos depicted violence or aggression. And as each of these studies agreed, women were almost always the targets. Did you follow that? Even by the lowest estimate, that still means that more than one in every three porn videos depicts sexual violence or aggression, 
In fact, according to a study that analyzed porn titles alone, one out of every eight titles suggested to first-time users on porn sites described acts of sexual violence. While some studies have examined violence in porn by analyzing the content of porn videos, others have estimated the prevalence of violence in porn by asking porn consumers how frequently they see certain types of behaviors depicted in the porn they watch. For example, a recent Australian study found that 70% of young people reported frequently seeing men as dominant. 34% frequently see women being called names or slurs, and 11% reported frequently seeing violence or aggression toward a woman that was non-consensual. Another 13% of young people reported seeing aggressive, non-consensual sex occasionally when they watch porn. So together the study found that one in four young people have had repeated exposure to depictions of violent, non-consensual sex within the last year of their lives. While the amount of violence shown in porn is troubling, what is perhaps even more disturbing is the portrayed reactions to that violence. One study found that 95% of targets of violence or aggression in porn appeared either neutral or appeared to respond with pleasure. In other words, porn is sending the message that sexual violence is just part of sexual pleasure. So how does this normalization of sexual violence affect porn consumers? Well, according to neuroscientific studies, with repeated exposure to porn, consumers can become desensitized to some sexual content and may need to consume increasingly extreme content in order to get the same rush as before. By watching scene after scene of dehumanizing or violent content, it can start to seem normal. In fact, research indicates that porn consumers are more likely to sexually objectify and dehumanize others, more likely to express an intent to rape, less likely to intervene during a sexual assault, more likely to victim-blame survivors of sexual assault, more likely to support violence against women, more likely to forward sexts without consent, and more likely to commit actual acts of sexual violence. In 2016, a team of leading researchers performed a meta-analysis of quality studies on the connection between porn and sexual violence. After analyzing relevant studies on the topic, they concluded that their research left, and I quote, little doubt that on the average, individuals who consume pornography more frequently are more likely to hold attitudes conducive to sexual aggression and engage in actual acts of sexual aggression, end quote. Research also suggests that increased pornography consumption is associated with the enjoyment of degrading, uncommon, or aggressive sexual behaviors. Another study indicated that teens often report trying to copy porn in their own sexual encounters and that the pressure to imitate porn was often an aspect of unhealthy relationships. And according to a UK survey of over 22,000 adult women, 16% reported having been forced or coerced to perform sex acts the other person had seen in porn. Of course, not all porn features physical violence, but it's important to recognize that even nonviolent porn has been shown to be associated with negative effects like increased sexual aggression. And whether or not porn portrays sexual violence, it often glorifies other toxic narratives, including racism, sexism, incest, and the fetishization of marginalized people. 
Now, we want to be very clear in saying that porn does not automatically turn consumers into rapists. Porn consumers are not necessarily going to go out and sexually abuse someone just because they watch porn. What we are saying is that porn plays a role in normalizing sexual violence, which can have devastating real-world consequences. Regular porn consumers might tell themselves that they aren't personally affected by porn or the toxic messages it perpetuates, but research suggests otherwise. There is no guarantee that porn won't affect a consumer's attitude about sex in unhealthy ways. A significant portion of the porn consumed by millions of people every day reinforces the message that sexual violence is a normal part of what good sex is supposed to be, making it more challenging for many young people to prepare for healthy sexual relationships where their consent and boundaries are respected. As a society, it's important that we start to recognize the role that porn plays in normalizing sexual violence. Saying no to porn and its problematic narratives helps to build a healthier world. For those listening who feel they are struggling with pornography, you're not alone. Check out Fortify, a science-based recovery platform dedicated to helping you find lasting freedom from pornography. Fortify now offers a free experience for both teens and adults. Connect with others, learn about your unwanted porn habit, and track your recovery journey. There is hope. Deciding to quit porn in the new year? Get help from our friends at Fortify. Meet Fortify, an online recovery program that has helped tens of thousands of individuals around the world stop their porn habit in its tracks. Fortify's free, science-based recovery platform is dedicated to helping you find lasting freedom from pornography. You can connect with others, learn how to better understand your compulsive behavior, and track your recovery journey. Make this the year you quit porn for good. Join Fortify for free today at ftnd.org forward slash fortify. That's ftnd.org forward slash fortify. You're not alone. Recovery is possible. Quit porn for good with Fortify. Buy the new drug is an affiliate of Fortify and may receive financial support from purchases made using affiliate links. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Consider Before Consuming. Consider Before Consuming is brought to you by Fight the New Drug. Fight the New Drug is a non-religious and non-legislative organization that exists to provide individuals the opportunity to make an informed decision regarding pornography. By raising awareness on its harmful effects, using only science, facts, and personal accounts. If you've benefited from listening to Consider Before Consuming, consider subscribing and leaving a review. Again, big thanks to you for listening to this episode. As you go about your day, we invite you to increase your self-awareness, look both ways, check your blind spots, and consider before consuming. <laughs>